Well, hello, hello, and welcome to another broadcast of Obstruction to Justice. I'm Ann Moles, and thanks for joining. Now, Obstruction to Justice, this is where we get a chance to talk about uh, different events, things that are going on, general information, and topics of the day, highlighting um, legislation, economics, and my favorite, small businesses. So welcome to the broadcast today. Happy Black History Month as well. Now we're going to be highlighting and doing some uh, great discussions and providing some information about um, studying and how to get more information about and learning about Black history, African American history, and the greater Kansas City area. So we're going to kind of piggyback off what we did last week and show you more of those great images and places to go to check out some great history in the greater Kansas City, Missouri area. As well, we have a great person talking today. I tell you, this lady is just super in what she does. This, our guest today is Kristen Hubbard. She is the owner of Flatland Bookkeeping LLC. Welcome, Kristen. Hi, thank you, Anne. That's very much appreciated. Well, shoot, thanks for joining today. And you know, Kristen, I'm excited about you because you have a, a story to tell as far as about how Flatland bookkeeping came about. And, you know, I, I just commend young people just doing great things. And I'm just, you guys are just brave about it. Can you tell us about how did, how did Flatland come about? Yes, absolutely. I'd be glad to. It's one of my favorite stories, actually. I, my husband and I had a son in July of 2020. And before that, congratulations! Thank you so much. Uh, He's he's a doll. He is a happy baby, so it makes it easy for us. Yeah. (laughs) But um, we so I had the twelve weeks off. I had a corporate nine to five, and had the twelve weeks off with him. And in having that time with him, I decided, you know, I would love to have a little bit more flexibility, but still do the job that I enjoy doing. And so I had some previous employment that let me open up the world of bookkeeping to myself and learn the ins and outs of things for it. So having that and knowing how much I missed doing that, I wanted to get back to it. So that's when my husband and I had spoken and talked about, well, what about just a business? What if we do that and we help other small businesses grow themselves more? Let me do what I enjoy doing, but also give me that time and flexibility with my family. So uh, we started up in October and we've been slowly growing since then. Okay. That, that, I mean, that right there, the, the, usually the way that some, well, let's just say some businesses start just by just the need to, right? So what, what I'm hearing is like you, you know, there was a need there, you know, new, new family coming in and you're wanting to spend more time. Now, some people think that starting a new business is, uh, you know, more challenging, but you know, as far as your time is concerned, you're just wanting to 
be able to spend more time and it's not as challenging as people think because what I'm hearing is you already had the skill set and expertise and what it is you were wanting to do with your your career and everything so that kind of made the transition easy which is kind of an encouragement too for people who were wondering well what is it that I'm going to do because some people are in challenging situations now how did you guys decide I mean being in the COVID you know things are going on with the with the the COVID people are being laid off and everything Uh, was Mm -hmm. there some concern there that it may not go as well as you thought um maybe a little bit I think the bigger part of it was just that hope for the future that things are going to turn around. They're going to get better slowly, but surely. I mean, the pandemic didn't, didn't necessarily happen overnight. It definitely took its time and showing up and it's still there and still making its impact. But there's a lot that I, I've so far I've learned um, that there's still a lot of people that have that ambition and that, that drive, they want to do things that are bigger and better than this. And, and they want to have that normalcy back in not only their lives, but in the world. And so just a little impact of moving forward with things was kind of, kind of having that hope definitely helped. But the other part of it is that I've, I've noticed there's companies and businesses that still are surviving and some of them are striving mm-hmm. through this because of the virtual world opening up so much. It's given them so much more opportunity in their business. It's given them a new aspect to it and their, their, the adaption that people are making to it is, wonderful so seeing that i guess took away from that fear of what if it doesn't work Mm -hmm. and i guess the other part of it is just that that mindset of this won't fail there's there's plenty of people that have that need and there's plenty of people that i can help benefit them and their companies and and it's just finding them and letting them know that i am out here and i can help and I would love to help. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, you know, here, here in, well, I commend you too in that the statement, this won't fail. I mean, because you kind of have to go into when you're thinking about starting a business or even being in business. And I know that there's some, you know, big, big gurus, business gurus, they'll say, okay, well, you know, if it's, if it's not doing this by year, whatever, then it becomes a hobby and you should let it go. I'm like, but then they didn't tell you about the stories on how they failed seven Mm -hmm. times, went through bankruptcy five times and (laughs) they didn't give up on their dream. So Uh, I commend you for, you know, continuing on. And we need that. We need that tenacity in, in, in business today because, look, you know, what case a rah, a rah. I mean, it's what's going to be is what's going to be. And it's left up to us or left up, you know, to people to decide what are you going to do with your business? Either you're going to hang in there, do what you need to do and keep at it. Because one thing that we do talk about, now we have a great career management class uh, with uh, the ASBNC training and consulting. And with that career management uh, class, we over go over, well, what is it that a person, what would you do for free? What is it that you really enjoy doing? What have you found that um, within your career uh, that you want to do? Are you doing what you would like to do? You know, so to ask those hard questions and then to be honest. And then from there, we also instruct on how to go about 
well, this is what we found or discovered that the person didn't wasn't doing what they really wanted to do. And then, okay, well, how can they transition to do what they really want to do? You know, that right there in itself is, is something that, that is an eye-opening experience to the point to where you don't waste a lot of time in years doing things that you really don't want to do, right? Mm-hmm. So here with the birth of your your uh, son and everything, your baby, hey, you know, you come in, it's like, okay, well, hey, this is what I want to do and I can do this and I want to be a mom about it. You know, yeah. how many times did we hear, and I know uh, growing, um, raising my children, it's like, well, you can't be a career person and a mom too. Well, look, right. life will put you in a situation to where you will be that career person <laughs> and you're you're yeah. that mom too. You know, what, yeah. what can you say? So, you know, you're right. You know, we do have to be brave about our lives and, and take control and ownership of what we can do. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, as far as success is concerned, what? You're going to do do it until it, it makes it, right? Yeah. Uh, right? Continue on until it gets to the point to where it can be self-sustaining and, and it's thriving to where you can reach out and bring someone else in and hire people and things like that. That's what business is all about. Absolutely. There was a great, um, there's a great, uh, I have this in my office. The purpose of business is to create customers. And this is Barnett Hellsberg Jr. Uh, he says that uh, it boils down to the whole whole thing about business and is in capitalism is to uh, create customers, right? To And you said that. Let's get out here and, and let people know that this is what we do. Right. Mm -hmm. So and I think that that's something else that businesses, small businesses in particular have, you know, they struggle with and that they they're well, I'm not a salesperson. Well, someone needs to be a salesperson. And Mm -hmm. I believe that if you are an entrepreneur, if you are a small business and startups or whatever the case is, you have to look at, well, I need to be able to sell too. I need to be able to let people know. And selling is simply, you're right, letting people know that you're out here and yeah. that you can do the job, right? right. So Absolutely. I commend you on that. Now, uh, the um, how would a person say, for instance, okay, well, we've already had a discussion about our books. Now, don't get me wrong. I have there is some order to my chaos. <laughs> I do have some order there. And there's a reason why it's the way it is, right? But um, I think that really businesses should have uh, an accountant or and a bookkeeper, right? Mm-hmm. Now, it's what's the difference between um, accounting and bookkeeping? And, and what is it, what would you need to well, let's, let's kind of go there with that question. I'm sure you have, you know, you've thought about that. What's the difference between accounting and bookkeeping? Yeah, so um, they're often used as kind of interchangeable terms, um, and, and they do do a lot of the same uh, tasks, for sure. Uh, but accountants have a little bit more depth to helping to prepare financials a little better, especially with, like, taxing. Um of course, that's something that's one of my goals is towards the future because that's an area I don't have 
any of that experience with is tax prep and tax filing. So that's something that um, that that an accountant would have over me. They ha they have a little bit more of that um, to go for them. So definitely in the future to to open up more doors. I I look forward to um, doing the tax prep side of things. Okay. So, now, so the account, there is a difference. The tax, the accountant would have more experience and know how to prepare um, for taxes. So you're doing an accounting based on uh, right. the taxes, which you would show the IRS. You you do accounting based on what you'd like to see in the real books. You do accounting based on the business end of it. If you're going to uh, get sponsors or uh, loans from a bank. So it's like you right. might have three different sets of, of yeah. ideas. Of course, the, the ultimate uh, preferred way of doing and having books is to have it all the same to where it, you know, there's no, you know, there's focus because you have to have the tax part of it. it but then, of course, the business end of it, you want to be able to do good business. Now, here, the other end is where I think the bookkeeping is important. So as a bookkeeper in, in your company, what is it that you do for the customer, the client? I mean, the typical thing to do for clients is to help to keep track of either the daily or weekly or monthly, just kind of depending on the transaction type and, and kind of the, the ins and outs of the business and track that for them um, just so that they have a real time updated look at their financials and what's going on in the business without having to spend that extra time. Cause I mean, it's hard enough to drum up business on its own sometimes. Right. And Cause we talked to, about the sales part, you know, yeah. you have to be able to sales part and then you have to be able to manage. Right. Right. So see, it's hard enough to you know, do those things and then to, make yourself find the time to do the things, the mundane things that you don't like to do so much or you prefer not to have to spend as much time on, which would be the bookkeeping side of things and traffic, you know, going in and, and categorizing your expenses or figuring out, you know, what goes where, reconciling the bank accounts. So those are some of the things that I do um, typically for, for those, for those clients. But there, I mean, there's, there's more opportunities for what can be done with a bookkeeper. I mean, there's been, Plenty of businesses that haven't done much of their bookkeeping and haven't kept up with it. So they need some cleanup work done. That's definitely an, a service that is offered as well to be able to kind of look back at the books, no matter what they look like. That can be figured out. There's there's a method to madness, and I understand that's different for each individual and it's unique to every situation, but that doesn't make it impossible. Mm -hmm. And so that's kind of the challenge that I enjoy is okay, what can we do? Where can we, where can we start to fix this and put things back on track to where they do look organized and you can actually just kind of take a look and say, okay, looks good. That's how it should be. Be hands off, not worry about it, but know that it's getting done right. And in the, well, that it's getting done in general and getting done right. Yeah. 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 Good. Now the, um, so how far back does your service support? So Five years, three years. I mean, it can be as many years as someone needs. Okay. I mean, I'm actually part of a network um, that is has other bookkeepers in it as well, and there's been some of them that have 
you know, upwards to 12 years that a client needs um, okay. help fixing and, and inputting and, and that's definitely doable. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, I mean, because if, if it's not, if it's not done, you know, right away at startups, now that's another thing too. Um, how, what I heard you explain too, is that bookkeepers also categorize what expenses are for that particular business. So right. when you're categorizing them and so you, you actually enter the receipts and manage the, where the different receipts and expenses go and using that and what it is that you're doing, what, what do you use? Now there's a couple of options that new, there are some new options where you, you know, save it online. You can use an online piece of software. You can use um, downloaded, you know, software. What is it? different? There's different. I don't want to plug any one particular <laughs> type of software, but you know, what's popular. Uh, I think, you know, maybe QuickBooks is popular. And what, what software do you recommend and what software, yeah, what software do you recommend or not so much for sales? I mean, you know, people can, you choose what you like is the point. Okay. <laughs> Use what you feel comfortable doing, but this is just for information purposes. So just to inform uh, people and customers, potential clients, what, you know, so when he wants to get started, which one would you use? It's so many to choose from. There is, there is, and it can definitely be kind of a, overwhelming to see the options and then read read what you what you see and wonder okay well how am i supposed to know which one's going to work best <laughs> um for me quickbooks online is definitely it's beneficial um and a lot of aspects for it so that's that's my preferred platform um there's also ones you know like 1-800 accountant zero I mean, there's different things out there that can be used um but i like the ease the ease of use for QuickBooks and the options that it has for clients. So um, that one's definitely probably would be my top pick. Mm -hmm. Top pick. <laughs> yeah. QuickBooks and it's a standard. I think it's kind of an industry standard. People, you know, are mm -hmm. familiar with QuickBooks. They probably already have used the, the QuickBooks uh, themselves when um, the desktop installed app and now right. it's online. Uh, so what if um, a client has an older version of they don't really want to put their stuff out there online? What, what would you how would you work with that client? Well, the plus side to that is that remote services can be done as well. Um, with it being on desktop, it would have to require that that business owner is, you know, at their computer at the time to be able to remote in to let that to allow that remote access. Sure, sure. Working it that way, um, whereas QuickBooks Online kind of gives you the convenience. You can allow the accountant access. You can limit what is done, um, what they can do in and out of it, and then you don't have to be bothered every time that they need to get in and do anything with the books or take a look at things. Um, and then you don't have to ask permission to say, "Hey, I need this fixed or to do this or you know whatever the case may be." And so it just that's where I think QuickBooks Online um, has a win over the desktop and, and, and doing the remote service. Now, if as I was stated earlier, serving the greater Kansas City area, if it were somewhere that's local, 
that could definitely be worked out to go into the office to help with that. I mean, that's not something that's out of the realm of possibilities either. Mm-hmm. Um, as long as people, you know, we, like we talked about also the COVID thing makes people a little bit more yeah, yeah. Option, So Yeah, business has changed a bit. Now, yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> Now, these receipts here, I'm not, I don't know. I'm not going to dig in them. I, I, I get them going here and I'm like, okay, they're there for when I need to, to get them. Go- okay. What do I do with them? Do I scan them in myself? Kristen, what do I do? You could do that. Um, <laughs> you could definitely do that. Or actually QuickBooks also has an app. On your, that you can download on your smartphone and you can take pictures of receipts and you can categorize it and, and um, label them where they need to go that way also. So, yeah, I mean, that's quite a... <laughs> quite a haul. Mm-hmm. Yeah. At least so, got a mess there, it looks like. <laughs> well, I have them in one spot. And uh, so, yeah, that. but you're right. I forgot about the the picture. So you just take your mobile phone and you would get a snapshot of the of the uh, receipt and it'll send it on up to QuickBooks. Super. Yes, That's a, I forgot about that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, you, I'm one. I, I know I, I'm I'm sold on on your service there. It's just a matter of time to what is it that that I'm going to do to get things going here for sure. Now you are out there on let's see you're on linkedin aren't you yes yes I am. okay let me go out here i'm gonna go out here and we're gonna check out your linkedin page here okay. yeah see quickbooks pro advisor virtual bookkeeping yeah now i noticed that you're in now we've had a discussion on this. We say, I say, Asawatomi. <laughs> Asawatomi. Now, yep. is that right, Christian? Is it Asawatomi? It depends. Okay. Uh, it can also be pronounced Osawatomi. So the way that I tell people is Osawatomi, but there are a lot of um, locals that do say Asawatomi. So. Mm-hmm. Like we talked about, it's just kind of, it kind of varies person to person. Okay. <laughs> There's now, reason behind the Osawatomi. Yes. Yes, there is. See, Osawatomi is how I learned it because Osawatomi is the name of a, a Native American uh, tribe here. Right. In, in America. So mm-hmm. it's a, the name of an, a Native American tribe, Osawatomi. But the it's the song... Kristen, the song, when we learned it, you know, it was the the different Native Americans. It's a song about Native Americans, I believe, that were here and what they gave and can we give more. Remember that part of the song? It may even, I I, I don't know, maybe a Daniel Boone song. I mean, I'm dating myself here, but uh, Osawatomie or Osawatomie, Kansas. Yeah, so you are part of the greater Kansas City uh Missouri area yeah so that's for sure definitely stop it there but but yes Mm -hmm. yeah so they can 
if they're needing to get in contact with you for bookkeeping services, how would they do that? Well, they can do that through LinkedIn. I believe my contact information is on there. Also through Facebook, um, I do have a, a personal page under my name, Kristen Hubbard. And there's also a Facebook page for Flatline Bookkeeping LLC. So either one of those, um, my contact information is also on the Flatline Bookkeeping page. So either message or phone call, either one. Um, okay. And if if you email, um, that also works as well. And I can send a calendar link, the calendar link, and we can do a virtual face to face, um, as the world has come to now. So mm -hmm. yeah, many options. Yeah, shout out to LinkedIn. There they changed their their flag or actually their icon it has red black and green in the background oh, very cool. now, <laughs> that is that I is mean, the yeah. african-american flag that's right? the colors of the african-american flag uh red that's black and green i saw that i almost fell out i'm like oh my goodness <laughs> uh, folks are just going there you know yeah. and embracing the multicultural rich multiculture yes. of yeah. america and that's super, that's super. Great picture Thanks. there, too. So, yeah, yeah. definitely. Um, oh, I, let's see here. So, the contact info, I don't know if it's popping up. But um, looks like the, the email, you can email uh, Miss Kristen at Kristen, C-H-R-I-S-T-E-N, Hubbard, H-U-B-B-A-R-D, 2015 at gmail.com and also she has a linkedin contact information there as well now i only said that Kristen, because that's for our podcast listeners so mm -hmm. uh we if i show it i you know they're like oh well what is it well let me just say <laughs> right. it and yeah. uh, definitely Kristen hubbard there now uh we're there is another, I'm going to go out here and see what is going on. Okay, so it looks like there is, um, we're going to go out and I want to check out, there's a link out here that we've been enjoying, which was set up by the Kent government of Kansas City, Missouri government. Now this, this is also, this is was big business back in the day, Ms. Kristen. So... Mm -hmm. Big business back in the day. We're going to overview, do an overview of some history here. And I want to share this. Let's see. Yeah. So this is some, some history here in the greater Kansas City, Missouri area, which, of course, you are a part of as well. And let's, uh, let me see, make sure I can, I'm showing it. Okay. So I am showing it. El, the Eblon Theater. Now, the Eblon Theater is, see, you can see that as um, a picture there. Is, uh, was a theater that was constructed in 1922 as a venue for vaudeville and motion pictures. So that's a long time ago, 1922. It was designed by architect Paul L. Anthony. The structure seated a thousand people and was faced with a Spanish colonial facade. And at its opening in 1923, the Kansas City Call remarked that nothing has been spared to make 
this the finest motion picture house for colored people in this part of the country and innovative uh, and and innovative amenities included restrooms uniformed ushers and an overhead cooling system <laughs> the Eblon Orchestra. Now, this is what I found inter interesting. The Eblon Orchestra broadcast each week from the theater on local radio stations. So that's some some big history there as far as right. music. Yeah. Live music over the air, radio, live music back in the day. And wow. Bill, later known as Count Basie, was the house organist for silent films. Basie, who came to Kansas City on the Black Vaudeville circuit, was left stranded in 1927 when the act that he had brought him uh, was disbanded. So he found himself stuck here for a while. Oh, no. Count Basie. Yeah. Now, that vaudeville, that's kind of a slapstick sort of... Uh, it's a show. They used to do live shows back in the day. Of course, yeah. we have videos and all kinds of movies. Everything and different now. <laughs> everything now. But, uh, yeah, so that is the building there. And they're it, it provi preserving these buildings. It's a nice structure. Now, that Spanish uh, architecture, that's not unusual to the Kansas City, Missouri area, the Country Club uh, Plaza uh, was designed on a Spanish Moor, Spanish Moor architecture as well. So that is, um, you know, some, some history there in that, you know, it wasn't, you know, we have the French architecture and all different types of architecture, but the Spanish Moor was uh, definitely a, a significant um architecture in that it was Afrocentric uh, with the Moors being uh, from Africa there in North Africa. So yeah, the Eblon Theater and this one other one here, the fire station number 11. Fire station number 11. Let's see if we're getting that here. I have to double check, make sure I'm getting it. Yeah. Now this is an actual fire station that was the African-American fire station in, in the African-American community, uh, the first African-American fire company in Kansas City. It was established in 1890. The first permanent location was at a newly built fire station at 1309 Independence. In 1908, a new station was built at 1812 Vine Street in the heart of the 18th Vine Street District. And the station stayed at this location until 1931 when they moved to 2033 Vine Street. And the company stayed at this location until 1977. Wow. wow. So it ran for from 1931 to 1977 that fire station was there. And when the station was closed as part of the citywide uh, consolidation and update of the stations. Okay, so it closed, but they updated the different stations. After its closing, the building became the headquarters of the Black Archives of Mid-America, Inc., founded only a few years before 
by Horace M. Peterson III, and the fire station was listed on the Kansas City Register of Historic Places on April 4th, 2009. Yeah, so we're going to uh, we're going to be learning more about the Black Archives. Uh, that's where there's a lot of historical uh, art uh, artifacts where uh, it's housed and a lot of African-American history is housed at the Black Archives. So we're probably going to be able to to chat with someone from the Black Archives. I don't want to give it away, but oh, it's, it's coming up here. It is. It's going to be real exciting. So, yeah, that those two places, uh, two places, uh, African-American Heritage Trail. And I just give big kudos, big shout outs to the city of Kansas City, Missouri, for setting that up. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> for sure. For sure. Now, um, as far as your uh, the flatland, flatland oh. bookkeeping, what... Uh, what do you see as far as what do you see happening in the future with with different bookkeeping styles um, right now? Well, you know, we had just shared how you can take a, a picture of your receipt and upload it and make it happen. But what do you what are you looking forward to the industry uh, where where it's going? What's going on with it? How's it going? Um. Being newer to it, um, I have a lot to look forward to, I guess. So I just think that it's amazing how many small businesses are started in the, in the, even in the country, um, each year. I don't remember the number for sure, but I, it was either two or two million or two billion. I was, I'm not positive on that. So don't quote me, but there's a lot of businesses that start up. And that being said, a lot of people, People aren't going to. Okay, I think we're to do we're, the, okay. the bookkeeping part of it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think I'm not sure. I think you're going in and out, Miss Kristen. Uh, let's see here. Let's see if she's gonna come back. This is live. It is live streamed. But this is kind of what happens when it comes to technology, guys. Yeah. Yeah. So let's, uh, let me just go ahead and we're going to wait for her to, to come on back and to get back in. Now, another thing about um, the bookkeeping, and I would just encourage, oh, are we back? Yay. Are we yes. good? Good. I see you. Yeah, I was just getting ready to say that another thing about bookkeeping, you're right. You know, there's a lot of startup businesses and businesses, small businesses that start up every year. But bookkeeping is super important, guys. You don't want it to get out of hand. You just don't want it to get out of hand like that. So there's always going to be, I believe there's going to be an, always a need for a bookkeeper. Now, I... I don't, as far as pricing, maybe that people think that there's a lot of people that are do-it-yourselfers, mm -hmm. right? Uh, but what I see is, as far as your time, what's your hourly rate? 
Yeah, not so much for you, Flatland. But what's the hourly rate for that person, that business owner, as opposed to them uh, taking the service and and letting letting your company do the service? I mean, they're going to be freed up. Yeah. How much do you value your time? What is it worth to you? Mm-hmm. What do you wish that your time could go towards rather than sitting through the headache of trying to figure out how you should categorize things, deductions, tax filings, you know, mm-hmm. sales tax filings, things like that. I mean, mm-hmm. it, it comes out to kind of the con- convenience is key. What is it worth? And, and is it worth having someone else do it for you for that peace of mind and for that that stress relief and that time relief. Sure. And, you know, if you're going to be in business, then be in business is, is the point too. Uh, you want to be able to see how well that month. Now I'm just kind of joking with my receipts down here, but you want to be able to see how well you did in that month. Uh, you know, even being, being a, a small business in that, you know, if you just have a few clients in that month, you want to be able to see it. And, and then that hour, two hours or three hours, you know, it seems like there's nothing less than, it seems like everything I have to do takes at least three hours to do. Mm-hmm. So, you know, right. if it's three hours, if I could free up three hours in my, in my week, what is that worth to me? You know, yeah. it'll be definitely worth the services and you know being a a young entrepreneur I think that that's exciting you know because in America you know what are we looking at there's a lot going on and we want to encourage our young people to continue on and not be so fearful uh, in what's happening in in the world but but make the life that you're wanting yeah so you're you're an example of that and that's super 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 cool I definitely appreciate that. Now, uh, next week, guys, uh, I believe we're going to be uh, sharing and getting. Um, there's another young person, oh, you know, young and and at heart in it. But uh, there's another guy that is going to be coming on, and he is uh, pretty exciting, Mr. Kareem Jackson. Shout out! He's an author, publisher, and business a business development. Uh, guru. So that's what we kind of focus on. We want to know that's the pulse of, of America. I believe, you know, Mm -hmm. there, there's a lot going on entrepreneurs and, you know, we know manufacturing it. We great to have as far as manufacturing, but you'll always need someone to handle those books. (laughs) You'll always need someone to handle those books. So yeah. We're going to uh, definitely keep you in mind for it and to encourage you. I encourage you, you know, you want to get with a good bookkeeper, contact Kristen and she will definitely help with your books and keep you on track, keep mm-hmm. you on track to where you won't have to hold up a box of receipts and, and embarrass yourself. You don't want to do that yep. for sure. Well, big shout out to you, Miss Kristen. We're gonna uh, we're gonna transition here to now. There, uh, just to kind of give an update, guys, on the um, two seconds, Miss Kristen, give an update on the the uh, scholarship fund for the uh, ASBNC tutoring program that we have that we are 
taking part in to help young people. So the scholarship fund, the Fun and Learning Scholarship Fund Mobile Tutor Project, it, it does provide sponsorships and scholarships for not-for-profit organizations that provide tutor learning support for kids grades uh, K through 12. So there are ways where you can support the project. Uh, you can go out to the asbnc.com slash fun and learning link site there at the website and you can just give a donation and that donation goes towards uh, kids that um, that are needing extra tutoring you know there's a lot going on people kids are falling through the cracks and not getting and staying up with their studies and these nonprofits go out and help in that they provide a safe environment for the kids to hang out and to get their work done. Now, kids have already been falling, falling in the cracks there as far as uh, some of learning and being, not being able to say their, know their ABCs and count and, and read small words. So with that, you know, the tutor, especially with the first, second, third graders, we really, really are hammering that in to, um, help the students so that they don't get discouraged because we've been seeing a lot of that going on too in that you know kids will get to be a certain in a certain grade and then they just have blow-ups because they still can't read they still can't uh, write on that and uh, be able to write uh, accurately in small read small words so we do uh, work uh, volunteers um, they work with students in reading and comprehension and STEM, which is science, technology, engineering, and math. So you can uh, go out to the website, and if you want to donate through one of the nonprofit organizations, that uh, linked information is out there as well. So definitely go out and just be a support, you know, just to, uh, what you would use for for a cup of joe or going wherever you know i'm not gonna say hey take this kind of money and take it away from here and then go give it to there but you know we do a lot with uh with money and sometimes it be it's a good idea to take advantage and and share in um giving back to young people in their communities because probably by the time your little one miss Kristen, gets in kindergarten <laughs> You're going to have your desk and then their desk over here. Yeah. <laughs> huh? Pretty much. Yeah. yeah. You know, I mean, I, they've been doing snow days. Shout out to the school districts uh, around the greater Kansas City, Missouri area. You guys have been hanging in there. But, you know, snow days are a little different now, though. Here. Right. They're a little different. They're not. They're not uh, not shut down they can still get online and get work done right so i think that one thing that's coming out of this um, situation the uh, pandemic etc is that you know the, the young people are seeing light in a different way to where you know there's no snow days you, you know you, you still are logged in you still are having yeah. to go out there and learn and it's well, cold outside yes and especially a shout out to those moms that have taken on that homeschooling role because mm. 
busy moms as it is to become teachers is that is a that is a tough hat to wear i mean women wear many hats as it is and i've definitely learned in the last seven months that being a mom is a whole different world as it's a blessing of course yeah but it does come with its struggles just like owning a business too i mean that aspect it's not for the weak at heart no it (laughs) isn't going and it's one of those it's again it's one of those things this will not fail but those moms that take that on especially with you know two plus kids that's a struggle and yeah. props to you. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Well and we, we have, uh, we actually sponsor, we have several families where we, we sponsor too and provide, um, the learning environment, you know, whatever they're needing chairs, little tables. Uh, we've sponsored those, um, supplies, things like that. You know, so that the, you know, because they're already, the parent is already challenged because, yes. you know, what what can she do, especially if she's a single person? So Absolutely. it's a lot, lot to think about and a lot to go on, uh, but it will pass. You know, they'll, they'll, they don't stay kids forever, guys. They do grow up. Big shout out to my baby. <laughs> she is... <clears throat> Today's her birthday, so oh. I'll let her take. Yeah, Miss Simone, precious Simone. Oh, happy birthday, uh, Simone! It is. Yeah, so big shout out to you, Miss Simone. Happy birthday to you. My mom and, has a birthday Friday. She'll turn fifty. <laughs> oh my goodness! Yes. Yeah. Well, that's a great age, I tell you. Fifty is yeah. is cool. I enjoy it. And you know, any in nowadays, any birthday you have is a good. It's a good day. Absolutely. It's a good day. We learn to appreciate all of a life and what what opportunities we have just to live and and to continue on. Yeah, but big shout out to you, Miss Kristen. Uh and Flatland Bookkeeping LLC. I know it's gonna it's gonna take off. It's already taking off because you're here, you know, you're doing doing the steps you're letting everyone know letting them know that if they're needing a good bookkeeping service they can definitely contact definitely contact you big ups to all the facebookers and the youtubers and the twitchers and everyone else that's out there too podcasters uh just uh, appreciate you supporting just by listening and hanging in there with us um and just just take care about it. Take care about it. It's the winter time. Oh, oh my goodness. I do have to mention, you know, big shout out to the Kansas City Chiefs. Kansas City, I tell you, we haven't had back-to-back Super Bowl efforts ever <laughs> at all here recently, you know. So at least yeah. we got there. And you guys hold your head up because you guys did did great just by showing up you know just by showing up and we appreciate you and glad you're home safe and it'll be another year get well get get healed do all of what you need to do guys because there's a lot of work to be done next year Mm, next year yeah did you get a chance to watch the game i did yep yeah yeah i i did have my little crying out 
<laughs> I imagine a lot of people might have. <laughs> oh, I was frustrated. I got a little frustrated, but you know, they made it home safe. And and one of the two was probably a toss up on who who did what. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. A lot going on there. All right, then. Well, we're just going to go ahead and we're just going to be through with it today, but we're going to invite you back because okay. tax season is coming up, guys. Woo, woo. Tax is, season is coming up. Miss <laughs> Kristen is available. She's available to help you get things in order. Give a big shout out to her. You need her. Go out there on LinkedIn. Uh, Kristen, C-H-R-I-S-T-E-N Hubbard, H-U-B-B-A-R-D, with Flatland, Flatland Bookkeeping, and she will help you get, get ready to go so where you can file those taxes and, and win. <laughs> yes, and keep running smoothly from there on out. Yep, for sure, for sure. Well, well thank you so much for having me you are welcome. Thank you for joining us. And we're going to look forward to you coming back. We'd love to have you back. And and uh, you know, some, I'm sure some things are going to come up, especially after tax season. You yeah. know, what what could have been, what they could have done better to get that, uh, be ready for them. Those tax yes. people. Darn it. <laughs> thank you so much. And Not thank really. you. Thank you for joining another uh, broadcast here, Obstruction of Justice. And uh, take care, and we will we'll see you next time. Justice. 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 Justice.